Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Films in Canada, a podcast about Canadian movies. My name is Alexander Cairns. My name is William Lee. And we got to do a quick one. Let's get right to it. What are we talking about today? Gene of the Joneses. Why? Because it's a movie that a listener recommended to us as a result of him leaving us a review on iTunes. And, uh, and you made a half-hearted promise to consider all the uh, suggestions that our uh, loyal listeners make to us. Yes. So we are at least following through on the first of those <laughs> promises. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, um, yeah, so that was, that was Sam... Um, we'll we'll just say Sam last name withheld. We don't know if we want if he wants to. Oh, okay. Thank you, his, Sam. Thanks, his, thanks for uh, listening, Sam, and thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, he did recommend some other uh, other films, but this one jumped out as one that might be of interest. So okay. let's um, do it. Yeah, and Gene of the Joneses was uh, recognized um, with uh, two nominations at the recent uh, Canadian Screen Awards. Is that is that what it's called? Now? It's Canadian Screen Awards. I don't know. Okay. There's, uh, I, I think they uh, they merged some of these um, TV movie reward uh, awards in Canada, yeah. and so anyway, the ninety, the, sorry, uh, the 2017 version, um, Gina of the Jones was uh, got nominations for best supporting actress, Sherry Shepard, and uh, best original screenplay. Cool. Uh, I don't, I don't think it won either though. Okay. Either of those. I'm assuming Hyena Road. Took the honors. <laughs> I think that's from a different uh, year. Yeah, but the, I, nothing can top it. So but I, they should just keep showering it with praise. They already, they already have the Paul Gross uh, Memorial Award. So what? that they give out every year. You're joking. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about Gina the Joneses. This was uh, written and directed and produced by Stella Maggie. Uh, who uh, who who is originally from Toronto? Uh, she worked in New York in the uh, as as a PR person in the fashion industry for some years before returning to Canada and uh, studying screenwriting and filmmaking. Um, Jean of the Joneses is her directorial debut. Actually, it's her, it's her first film. It's just her film debut. Her first film that she uh, first feature film that she made, wrote, directed, produced. And, and then very quickly went on to jump into the Hollywood studio system with yes. everything, everything that came out this year. Yes, uh, she made for uh, Warner Brothers, and it's based on a popular YA novel, and uh, it's probably something that I won't see. Y-I-Yada. <laughs> YA. YA. Y-I-Yada. Uh, so we're... Uh, we're going to talk about Stella's first movie. Uh, Taylor Page plays Jean, part of a uh, Jamaican-American family uh, who, um, who is a struggling writer in New York. I don't know that she's necessarily... Like, she's struggling in the writer's block sense, but she's already been published. Well, I think... Let's, let's, let's get into what her character is about yeah. in a bit. Yeah. She's a member of this large family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most, Joneses. The Joneses, Yeah. It is only a family of ladies. Yeah. yeah. So she has uh, she has several aunts and uh, her mother's um, still alive and and a grandmother. Um, but at a family dinner, um, a man shows up at the door and then drops dead, and um, and no one will acknowledge who he is for a while. But Jean finds out that that is her grandfather. So it opens up 
um, this question of uh, what other family secrets do they have, and um, and why why is the family so secretive? Um, it's a story about Jean overcoming her writer's block, and it's a story about sisters doing it for themselves. And um, I don't know. I would say like rediscovering family histories and just kind of dealing with with gaps in the past and and past traumas. I guess it's a it's a story that on the surface seems like it is small scale, but it actually in in the way that it it, it um, kind of pokes at the uh, the skeletons in uh, in families closets. It actually, I think it's kind of ambitious, mm-hmm. but um, we'll talk about how it is, uh, how it is or isn't successful. Um, can we also point out that as we talk about this, um, I don't think we're going to give away anything significant in the plot because it's, it's not that kind of a movie. Yeah. Uh, I, just because I don't want to discourage people from listening right now, or um, or if we say. Uh, if, if we seem too detailed, I don't want you. I don't want to discourage you from checking out the movie, which is available on the iTunes Store. Um, I'm not sure what other platforms it's available on, but yeah, um, yeah, because it, it seemed to uh, wasn't to, streaming in Canada, but that no. wouldn't that wouldn't mean that it isn't streaming in America. <laughs> and I I wasn't able to like find a DVD copy anywhere. But, right. Uh, yeah. So I guess you have to demand it through your your uh, online services. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's only available for purchase, so I would not call that on demand. Okay, it's for <laughs> if you demand purchases, I guess it is. it's a relatively inexpensive purchase, though seven ninety nine. Yeah, so yeah, it's not a it's not a tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Alexander, what's your what was your initial reaction to Gene of the Jonesies? Yeah, I think I, I like your your statement there. Just that you know, it's a family drama that you could kind of look at it just in terms of what's happening in the present, but certainly by the end of it, it, um, it becomes much more about, about the past and, and kind of figuring out how a family gets to where they are because of what happens in the past. And, um, I would say that while I was watching it, I, um, I was entertained by it and just kind of, enjoyed the character interactions and and the the jazz score was quite nice but more, and more so on reflection and on kind of re-watching the last 10 minutes it 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 resonated a lot more with me i found oh, okay yeah how about yourself it took me a while to really get into the story of these ladies mm-hmm. i thought the last act is pretty strong yeah, uh, I think it, it, the resolution um, I think is is quite satisfying. Yeah, um, because maybe I, I've just had that time to really uh, understand who they are, but I I just didn't feel like um, I I kind of easily identify with them at the beginning, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the the um, uh, the chemistry between the actresses, mm-hmm. or if it's just because it's such a it's it's a it's it's a dynamic that is so far removed from my removed from my own experience. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I, although I, I would say, I would say it probably is a mix of the two. Although I would say the tip the the scales are tipped in favor of the chemistry between the actors or just the performances in general because I found that the ants, like or or and and it couldn't be it couldn't be a writing thing too where it just feels like those scenes 
are tonally uneven and kind of jump from really loud comedy to you know or or even just the way that they're that they're crying at the wake or uh, I don't know. It, it, yes. There's just a lot of things going on. And there's there's some there's some some of the actors I think are are kind of playing it uh, are dialing it down a little bit, and then others are kind of like really projecting for the for the back of the the back of the room. And uh, but I, but I I also feel like that that doesn't stay consist- consistent with each no. character no. from from scene to scene. Yeah, like in some scenes. The, the sisters the one the one sister is is really loud and the other's not and then the, and then that switches and yeah. so it just felt inconsistent I also uh, when I when we were first introduced to all of them at the dinner party mm-hmm. I didn't believe that they were the same family right it, it just it just felt like a lot of actors assembled and reciting lines I didn't really feel like they knew each other right um, so I guess uh, I was just I was I was just having trouble um, really buying it yeah yeah but I think the like Jean's story certainly stays consistent, and her and her performance stays consistent. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the relationship that she's trying to build with this new gentleman in her life. I, I feel like that all resolves satisfactorily. I wish that she had a little bit more Jean. I wish she had a bit more of a drive behind her. Uh, you've seen movies where like it, it's about a it's about a dude who's overcoming his like personal personal challenges or inhibitions and stuff. Usually, the the mopey guy drama. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? If I if I say something like that, Garden State. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Which, by the way, uh, the guy who does movies, brand, he. Um, he replaced the Garden State soundtrack with Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. <laughs> Garden State with Dave Matthews Band is hilarious. Okay, check it out. Is that a YouTubeable? Thing? Yes. Okay. Um, good example, Garden State. Um, yeah. yeah, mopey guy dramas. Yeah. Um, where it, it really is could be solved if like you slap the guy. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not condoning slapping people. Okay, I'm, right. I just mean like figuratively. Yeah. If somebody just like snapped out of it, if somebody said like, "Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta do something to change your attitude," yeah, uh, things would start to turn around. Uh, but we spend most of the movie kind of just watching them kind of uh, uh, lumber from one end of uh, of the room to the other, and like, oh, I can't get any direction. That's kind of what's happening to Jean, and I was a bit, uh, I just was waiting for her to do something or to have some sort of a motivation because she. Um, it seems like the mystery about the about the grandfather should have been the inciting incident to like give her something to do. She's she's she doesn't really seem interested in that story. Well, I don't like. I think I think she isn't because she's just so absorbed with her own ego and her own experience, and just kind of wallowing in the fact that she's lost her book deal and and that everything and that she's lost her relationship. And but I don't think she's. Uh, I don't think she's even. She really cares about her book deal. Isn't it? It's almost two thirds of the movie in that she knows that she lost her book deal. Yeah. But she's but she's kind of she's setting herself up to fail in that way. Yeah. And so I like I feel like I feel like she's just going through um, whether you call it a depression or or whatever it is. She like I, I felt that experience of the character was it, it felt real to me. It didn't feel okay. it didn't feel like 
um, like the the cheaper versions of, of that in, okay. in the Mopey Guy movies. All right, I can I, I think I agree that it, it it feels real. Yeah, that I think if you're if you're going through this kind of a, an episode in your life, you could go out into the world and smile every day and and uh, and like have witty exchanges with your friends, but inside you just you're not motivated to do anything. Uh, yeah. I think that's completely true. Um, it's just when that is the protagonist of your movie, it's just I, I'm a bit frustrated because I want I want the protagonist to do something to like to to earn my interest for the next hour and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, and. But I I think she she gets that by the end of the movie, and 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 what what you're describing, I, I like I said, I watched back the the last ten minutes of the movie, I found um, she she has a an interaction with her grandmother near the end, which. Um, the grandmother says, when you don't know what to do, you do nothing. You can waste an entire life being lazy. And I feel like that's ultimately what she needs to learn. And she gets that through the grandmother and she gets that through um, kind of learning about who her grandfather is and seeing that he wasted his life and didn't didn't provide for his family and kind of had this jazz record that he put together, but it didn't really seem to go anywhere. Um, and so that triggers her to be like okay I gotta I gotta figure my shit out and she and I feel like she does by the end hmm. okay the trajectory of her narrative was enough to, to carry you yes okay I'm not sure what it was that just that kept me engaged I was a bit frustrated but I was able to like get to the end without like feeling bored or anything so mm-hmm. um, so there's something there's there's something about what her character goes through or the performance that is engaging enough for me but I'm. I still feel a little bit. Um, I still feel like it wouldn't sustain me in a rewatch. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I. I don't think it's uh, necessarily. I don't think it necessarily kills the movie. That uh, the the criticisms that I have. Right. Um, I would like to talk though a little bit about the uh, about the the mechanics of the of of, of the movie of the filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, if unless you want to talk more about the story and nope. characters. Um, I wish uh, the cinematography by Chris Belchevsky was a bit more interesting. Uh, it, it seemed very competent to me. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing I, I couldn't point to anything about the way that it was that it looked that I, I that I it didn't feel amateurish is what I'm saying. But it it didn't have any virtuosity to it, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that made me a little bit restless. Mm-hmm. I like that the, that they had long dialogue scenes that played out without too many cuts. Mm-hmm. But then when it does cut, the, the cuts are often unmotivated. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just seemed, it seemed like the filmmakers were second-guessing themselves about, these long, about the long takes. So they put in an edit, but it was not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, you know, do, you, should I, do you need an example? I, I, no, I didn't pick up on that. But yeah, please... Example, um, like the the scene where uh, the aunt is is giving Jean an examination. Mm-hmm. There is is framed as a two shot, uh, and they have a long dialogue scene. But when it cuts to uh, an alternate shot, it is it is just like a half a foot to one side. It's not going to the other shot. Going to the new angle doesn't give you more information about about what they're talking about or right. the or the the space in the room. Right. It's just another angle, which is very similar to the first angle. And right. I think I think that's just because you're worried that the audience is, is falling asleep. Right. Um, and 
Uh, even in the dinner scene, there is uh, it, there's uh, there's a conversation that's going on, and one of the characters gestures about something and and uh, pointing like across the room, and the camera tries to track that, but then it comes back just because like like it was a movement to to just break up the the staticness of the shot, right? And it's just not necessary. I thought that like I just thought the the camera moves, the edits should have been more motivated. Um, so it's, it's just uh, for me, it's just kind of like a, the the aesthetic qualities of uh, of uh, of, this, of scene construction that um, are unnecessarily distracting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the dialogue, sometimes the scenes they seem to be structured just to um, ah, well, they don't they don't have like an organic completeness to them. They they kind of end so that you can have the next scene. At the funeral, for example. Uh, one of the characters asks a question to Jean, which, which um, I think it's unreason- I think it's reasonable to expect uh, an answer. Because um, she she talks about um, she she saw her mother no she saw her grandmother meeting with a man, and her mother says what did he look like, and instead of answering that question she just she just stares forward, so that. Um, Almost anticipating that there'll be something else to draw her attention and and and, uh, and bring us to the next scene, but it, but in the moment it's it's, sh- it's a question that should be answered, or the mother should say like, why aren't you answering me? Why are you staring off into the dis- into the distance? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in in the, in the construction of the of the scenes and the dialogue, I think there's just a bit too much uh, cuteness in it. In that, it, it, like, they think they should they should. Uh, this is a good like a cliffhanger moment, except that it doesn't it doesn't actually um, organically complete that scene or or hook into the next scene. It's just like this is where we are putting an artificial break so we can get the next moment. Right, um, and that so I thought that was just a bit clunky. Okay, yeah. it's good stuff. Uh, yet I think it's uh, something of a charming movie. Yeah, and I think it is not often that you hear. Um, not here. Um, that you that you uh, you know you can uh, have a story that is like it's told from the women's perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's similar similar to um, well, I heard the mermaid singing in that way. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and it addresses in a not very aggressive way, in not a, in a non challenging way. It does address this issue of uh, of a community that doesn't have um, a lot of strong male role models. Mm. Um, but without without actually laying without laying blame to any one side, it just mm-hmm. says like this is kind of the culture, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that's an interesting perspective. Sure, yeah. you should say more because I think I've been rambling. Um, I think you made some good points, so I'm I'm fine to leave it there. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Four maple leaves up, say, Karen's and Lee. I'm not sure what that means. It's like four four thumbs up. Or no, they say two thumbs up. So we're giving it double. It's a double. It's a double Ebert and Roper. It's a double Siskel and Ebert. Mm, are we are we changing and the leaves instead of thumbs? Are we changing the scale of our rating system? We're trying something new, man. I think we ought to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Four maple leaves, all the way up. They're reaching for the heavens. I can't quite. I can't. I, I, I'm not sure if that's like four is a max. Is that, is that what you're basing it? Well, no. I mean, we, no, we, no, four reason to, no reason to stop there, but I'm four, saying for, whatever. for now, it's four, four. now. For now, it's four. Yeah. Um, I'm not... Uh, well, that's, 
I, I can't disagree with that. Except I'm not really sure what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a website at filmedincanada.net. We have an email at filmedincanada.gmail.com. I am on Twitter at married to a fly. And if you leave us a review on iTunes, we will probably review a movie that you recommend to us at a later date. But send us an email letting us know that you reviewed it on iTunes. Thanks very much for that. That's it. Yeah.